Oh my gosh, I have so much to say in so little time. <laughs> uh, this is a very much me-centric podcast because we haven't seen each other for so long and I've been saving things for the yeah. podcast to tell him. I have too, but I've had less going on. Um, it's because I've been in Henry's New York. Henry's been in New York. Hello. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our very, very first episode of Delulu Digest. It is so exciting to finally be here because we have had so much lead up, so many technical issues. You we would are both, not believe it. We are both clearly technically illiterate. Our, <laughs> our very low bank accounts have been lowered even more by the investments that we've had to make. So we really hope you enjoy the podcast and we would love your support. And if you don't, we are very, very sorry. Uh, and that's okay not everyone will love it you know that's the attitude we've got to have that being said we're having a lot of fun making it we hope you have a lot of fun listening so here we go so we don't really have too much of a structure for the podcast because we want it to be authentic and for those of you that are unaware because lots of people have asked us delulu is short for delusional and i feel like you can explain it better than me imogen what we mean by delulu digest delulu digest it's it's Essentially what we're doing is we're summarizing all the delusional events that take place in our lives. So basically this idea that 20-something-year-old, two gay, naive people living in the small (laughs) town of Hobart, we get delusional about things. Whether that be sometimes you've got a god complex or maybe sometimes you get obsessed with a crush and you imagine your happy life together or maybe, I mean, this whole podcast is a delusion. The Mm. fact that we think that we're cool enough to start a podcast and the fact that we think it's successful is probably delusional in itself. That's all right. It's a healthy delusion. It is. But you're going to hear about healthy delusions and not so healthy delusions. But this is not self-help. No. This podcast is not self-help. I mean, I'm sure there'll be moments where you relate to us and maybe it makes you feel a little bit less like you're going insane and that (sighs) other people are thinking the same things that you're thinking. But, you know, we might have some guests as time goes on that are a bit more self-helpy, but that's kind of not where we're starting. No, we're starting with where we're at and we're kind of just going to tell funny life events. We're going to tell anecdotes uh, and the focus will heavily be on delusion. Delusion, delusion, delusion. So I feel like we need to give a quick little background. Uh, so I am Henry. And I'm Imogen. And that's probably all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> We're 21 years old. We're 21 and that's about it. So we've been friends for quite a while and since, gosh, high school. And I can't remember what grade, but... Our friendship began blossoming in drama class. We were in the same group and I did something quite cruel to Imogen. Uh, I was about to say I abused Imogen, but that would have sounded terrible. Didn't... We'd be cancelled straight out of the gate. Yeah, I know. We've been talking so much about the fact that this podcast will probably get us cancelled. Anyway, so tell us, Imogen, about my uh, questionable actions towards you. I... I was in uh, year eight or year nine drama, I can't remember which, with Henry. And we, we kind of knew of each other, but we, we weren't really, we weren't, we were friendly, we weren't really friends. And um, I always thought, wow, this guy's fantastic at acting, he's fantastic at drama, he's like so good at it, he's a natural. Um, and then eventually one day we got put in the same group and we were doing 
uh, we were presenting a poem and our kind of our job was to dramatically recite this poem and incorporate choreography. And Henry was straight onto it. Henry was, you know, he came up with all these moves we would do. <gasps> so I just got a message on Tinder. See, for those of you who don't know, I have ADHD. So I, obviously I just got distracted and went on my <laughs> Tinder whilst Tim was telling the story. But I just got a message from someone and oh, my delusion came true because <laughs> I said to Imogen, I bet you they know who I am already <laughs> and it's just been confirmed. So the delusion was What did true. he say? No, we're not going to share that because I don't want to reveal oh, identity. Oh, sorry, that's true. Where were we? How Mr. We Popular. Anyway, so we're doing this poem. It was called the Jabberwocky, which one of the lines <laughs> we went, Jabberwocky! And it was really funny. <laughs> It's like some poem about a monster. But yeah. we had these drama blocks that were like hollow black boxes. Heavy black boxes that you would kind of drag around the stage. And you could create levels to make it more dynamic. Yes. You know, that sort of vibe. Very wanky theatre. <laughs> um, I'm allowed to say that because I have a Ex- qualification in theatre. Um, <laughs> I have a qualification. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... Imogen has claustrophobia. Mm. And what did I do to you, Imogen? Um, Henry was choreographing. Henry took control uh, of the group. Per and usual. <laughs> as per. And That's I was, what I was known as in I high school. I was a follower, not a leader. And Henry was choreographing our, our... And it was fantastic. Like, I was right along there with him until he said, right, Imogen, you're going in the box. He didn't <laughs> give me a choice. He didn't say... What do you think if you go in the box? He said, Imogen, get in. Shoved me down into the box. Mind you, the blocks were so heavy, I could not push them apart. I couldn't get out by myself. I remember putting my hand on Imogen's head <laughs> and pushing her down into this box, like stuffing your clothes I remember into that a too. suitcase. I remember that too. And I was I was screaming, I've got claustrophobia. And you said, I don't care. <laughs> so I shoved her in a box. And then we did this thing called button selling which was where we'd go into a busy street in Hobart. We're from Hobart in Tasmania in Australia for those many, many international listeners. (laughs) uh, Hey, we've networked. Yeah, we have. (laughs) And basically we would ask for donations of coins and notes. This is before everyone had little squares for Mm. Apple Pay and everything. Mm. And we would then give them something like a little sticker or a little pin. A button. A button, as we called it, (laughs) button selling. And we would just bond because we would have the time of our lives at lunch, jiggling our jugs. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and we were jiggling our jugs for coins. Jiggle, jiggle. Uh, that is so good. And we would do that, and we would just meet the most interesting people, and we would just have so much fun, and our friendship blossomed. And then we ended up in the same friendship group, yeah. and had classes together, and it was great. Yeah. Moving on, moving forward, that makes me think about another thing that we have kind of thought about discussing, which is called limerence. And the reason I say that is because sometimes my delusions is I'll get a message like this from someone and then I think they're obsessed with me. <laughs> they are obsessed with me. And limerence links to this idea of obsession. Now, I was going to try and define it myself, but I'm going to Google a definition. So bear with me. Um, so limerence describes the experience of having an uncontrollable desire for someone, an obsession that consumes the limerent person's thoughts, feelings, and behaviours. It's not love. Limerence is different to love. Imogen, I feel like you can give us a good explanation of the difference yeah. between limerence and limerence, love. Limerence, obtaining affection, love, giving affection. Oh, and yeah, 
we've got we've got Google up, we've got Reddit up, um, and it makes a lot of sense. Love love is kind of something natural that comes to you, and it's calming and it's peaceful. Like it's not shouldn't be constantly it's stressful. It's healthy. Whereas limerence what? is from what what's defined here is it's you see the object object of your limerence as perfect and flawless. You get stress and frustration due to lack of commitment. Um, mind games, and you you can't stop thinking about them. That's what it's saying here. Yeah, so that's what it's saying here, Doctor Google. And I mean, Imogen and I have both experienced limerence. limerence yeah. I mean, it's a pretty word to be fair. It it could be a good name for the podcast, limerence. Limerence or limerent. limerent. Hmm. The limerent. But it is actually a common symptom of ADHD, which mm. I've said. I can't remember if I did say that, you but did. yeah. Um, and Imogen, you yourself have self-diagnosed. I haven't, no, I haven't self-diagnosed. I think everyone, I think every man and their dog at this age thinks they have it. I think it's kind of like, I won't say it's trendy to have at the moment, but I think a lot of people are kind of realising that they may fit into this category. Um, I think there are certain things that I do which would fit into this, but I'm not going to say I've got it. But one of those things that I've heard about on TikTok was... Um, and I've had friends with ADHD confirm when you're really obsessed with a certain song. Yeah, like a like hyperfixation. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely obsessed with "Rich Baby Daddy" by Drake. Everyone in my life will know I'm obsessed with that song. I replay it and replay it and replay it. I don't know why. It's it's got its hooks in me, and I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with it. Drake was like my number two artist in my rap. Mm-hmm. I definitely definitely do the same, but I feel like. I definitely have experienced deliverance with multiple people mm. in my life. Mm. And I'm not going to share too much about it because <laughs> we don't want to divulge the identities. Uh, but I've definitely experienced it. And the other day, Imogen and I were on a hot girl walk at the beach. And we, we were actually planning to host an cl- event at a club. And we wanted it to be related to a specific topic but then we realized it was too controversial and it could be all a big disaster. So then we thought we'd start the podcast, then we'd build our reputation and our influence from the podcast, and then we'd be able to launch these events that we want to launch. Mm. You know, it's all about the queer community in Hobart. It's about who you know, not... What is it? <laughs> it's about who, <laughs> who you, you know, know, not what you know. Not what you know. <laughs> and we know next to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, that's going to be a theme of this podcast. It's about who you know, because we're coming back to that. Anyway... Mm. So there was a guy that I was very limer. I oh, know I'm the limerent. You were limerent. Oh, oh gosh, you had limerence for. I had limerence for this guy. Suffered limerence. I thought I was over it, and then Imogen mentioned this oh. name, and I spiraled. I opened Pandora's box. <laughs> that sounded. I bit- feel so bad. I actually genuinely. But that's how we developed our strike system. Yes, very true. Very true. Uh, Henry and I. Um, we like to have little digs at each other. I think any normal friendship has, you know, you should have the capacity to bully your friends a bit and kind of keep them on their toes. Not unless, always... unless that's not for you. And Yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. Um, <laughs> but for us, it works perfectly because that's kind of the dynamic we have. Absolutely. Um, and um, in response to me bringing up this name, I think Henry was feeling a bit mean. So um, he... <laughs> He started making all these little comments towards me and I thought, I'm going to start keeping track of these because they are horrendous. I'm going to see if I have any. These were next level. I was 
opening Pandora's box, exposing every insecurity that Imogen had. <laughs> Insecurities that I had told you about in confidence. <laughs> you felt the need to slander. Let's see if I've got any of and them. And again... Henry strikes. Here we go. I feel like they'll all divulge too much about people personally. She put... No. <laughs> no, we can't read. She, can't. she put... That's all you're going to know. She put... She put... She put... You can she fill put in the something, She put something in your muffin. <laughs> And muffin is actually muffin that you eat. Yes. Not, not, it's no, it's not, you know, a metaphor. It's not code for something. <laughs> anyway, you put blank in your muffin. Um, anyway, so uh, that was how we developed this strike system where Imogen was like, that's a strike. And then from since then, it's been basically that if you say enough nasty things or a really terrible thing you get a strike and mm. we've decided once we get to enough 50. strikes i think it's 50 it's, once we get to 50 50 strikes and the friendship's <laughs> over so we'll have to have a custody battle over the podcast i'm taking the more expensive mic yeah <laughs> uh yes i'll take the kmart mic you can have your laptop oh we had a disaster we've had multiple mic disasters but one of them was when oh, a friend was going to give us a misinterpretation, a microphone, and instead of giving us a proper recording microphone, they gave us one of those crappy Kmart twelve dollar yeah. karaoke mics. built in speaker. It was like pink and shiny <laughs> with an echo. And she kind of gave it to me. She was making it was like this kind of big handover, and I rocked up at her house, and she was sitting on the veranda playing Taylor Swift and singing into it, the microphone, <laughs> and it had this kind of tinny echo around the neighbourhood. And I was like, is that the microphone? And she said, yeah. Is that not what you wanted? And I said, no, I wanted a, a podcast mic. And she said, I don't actually know what a podcast was. Or as we know, a gaming microphone. A gaming. As they've all been called. And we were in JB Hi-Fi today. And I'm not a gamer. I have never been into it. And completely go for it if you're into gaming. But I'm a gamer. I, if I said to Imogen, <laughs> I feel so embarrassed to be standing in the gamer <laughs> section. It was a joke. I wasn't actually embarrassed to be in the gamer but section. But a gamer happened to me. <laughs> there was a, very offended. There was an offended gamer behind me. It was you know really what? Mean. I used to really like Among Us when it came out. And I really liked Minecraft. What else? Subway Surfers? Oh, Are they that... gaming games though? Not really. When I was in hospital, I played Subway Surfer a lot. That's a good game. Mm. It's addictive. Pass the time. Mm. Oh my gosh, I just matched with someone on Tinder. <gasps> Show me. Show me. Sorry, Show me. that's really mean to imitate. Let's <laughs> try. We will. We'll definitely be able to capture strikes in future. Mm. We'll make it. Maybe we could get a little ding sound effect. So, I matched with them. Turns out that I've already got their Snapchat. Mm, which Snapchat. Is, wow. Um, Oh, the profile's been updated. I'm to look through. But most of the men in Hobart are from, inter- well, the ones that I'm interested in, most of them are from interstate and usually they're just visiting. That's issue one. Or they're in a relationship. And I'm going to divulge lots of stories about men who are in polyamorous or open or all these different relationships. But a lot of them have these complicating flactors. Flak- Factors. Uh, yes, so we have to deal with those. That's just a bit of Hobart life. But the other thing you have to deal with is... Well, actually, I get delusional about those complicated factors because complicating factors 
often I think I will be the one that makes them move to Hobart or I will be the one that makes them leave all their other partners to be with me because they will only want me. They'll fall head over heels with you. Yeah, and I get very delusional. And move just for you. And move just for me. I get very delusional about it. And also I think that there is one thing about this whole sex stuff we're talking about that is very important. And I'm stealing this from a friend. (laughs) So this is not my idea. But one of my friends said, pegging is the way to end the patriarchy. (laughs) And I love it. I have stood by that ever (laughs) since I heard it. If you don't know what pegging is, please look it up. Maybe don't click on videos. but um, Unless you want to. But (laughs) Urban dictionary it again. Urban dictionary it again. You're going to have a list of definitions to look up. Yeah, so what have we got? Delulu, you could look up Delulu in more detail. We explained that pretty well. Yeah, you could look up limerence in more detail. You could look Mm. up pegging. Wow, we said we weren't going to educate people, but we're giving people a whole new vocabulary. Mm. Let's dive into some more delusional content. Um, You've been away. I have been. Henry and I have hardly spoken while he's been away because we've been saving up all the best stories for this recording. So I don't know anything that Henry's about to talk about. And I'm so excited. Henry's been saying something just happened for the plot. I can't tell you. I really want to tell you what happened here or there. Um, Please crack on. What have we got? We've got the hot men. Okay. So I'm going to preface all of this. There's a lot of prefacing because we need to avoid the cancellation. Um, (laughs) Inevitable cancellation. (laughs) Inevitable cancellation. Oh, God. You can just imagine the Instagram stories that are like, (laughs) I just listened to this podcast. uh, (laughs) So I went on a holiday with my mother, with my mum, who I love very much. Um, That was serious, not sarcastic. Um, A real mama's boy. And we went to New York and the Bahamas and spent some time in Sydney and Melbourne. And nothing really that exciting. Oh, sorry. It was a super exciting holiday, but nothing in terms of sort of delusions and my sex life really happened that was (laughs) off the show. But there are some points I wanted to bring up because... This holiday has really changed me a little bit. And I know everyone goes away on international holidays and they're like, it changed me. But this has genuinely changed me (laughs) and not for the better. (laughs) Not for the better. So the first thing was I got to Sydney and then I was on the grinder and the Tinder and the volume of hot, (laughs) hot, hot men liking me was just obscene and then I got to New York and the same thing and then before I left I was sort of in this mindset a little bit sorry I just itched my head apologies if you hear the itching of my scalp ASMR head lice (laughs) I do not have head lice um what was I saying I was talking about oh the hot men and before I left I was in Hobart and thinking I'm the problem like I'm not attractive no one wants to be with me I'm gonna end up sad and lonely And that was probably a bit delusional. Mm. Uh, It was a bit of a distorted cognition. Hobart does that to you. It really does. And I went away and I just felt this relief. I was like, thank fuck. Like, I'm not this sort of monster that no one will ever want to be with. So that was really nice. Mm. But there were two people in particular. One man who was... I was about to name, but I'm not going to name them. Damn it. They were on the tick of the talk. 
The tick of the talk. Now, their account has since been banned and deleted by <gasps> TikTok. So I oh never got what their original username was. But I had seen them heaps on my For You page. And I said to this guy, I was like, oh, you look really familiar. And he's like, oh, yeah, I used to have millions of followers on TikTok. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, that's where I've seen you before. Right. And you know what? Life shouldn't be about followers oh, I and celebrityness. Know. But in that moment, I was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, I am here with this TikTok superstar and yeah, Imogen just brought up TikTok and watch, <laughs> but they don't have it. They don't have their account. Oh, they oh, because they got banned. They got banned and deleted. Oh, I'm dying to know who it is. Yeah, but I don't think you'd know them because I was like, he was like, oh, I ne- didn't have many people in Australia looking at my content. But you you'd seen them. Yeah. Um. But, were they were they American? Mm. But I'm like, maybe he was exaggerating how many followers. But anyway, so that just fed my ego. I started going into this delusional zone of like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so hot. I'm so fly. Like, Maybe we should call, sorry to interject. Maybe we should call the recording room the delusion zone. The delusion zone. Delusion <laughs> den. The delusion den. That's brilliant. We're in the delusion den. The delulu den. The delulu den. Oh, that could be another name that would be good for the podcast. Anyway. Yeah. So... We were chatting and it was all great and he was really charismatic, of course, because he was super funny on his TikTok. Mm. And like that was his TikTok vibe was just like comedy anyway. But now everyone thinks I'm lying because he doesn't have it anymore. Which <laughs> it is, is a, convenient. It is convenient. <laughs> and then the next one was another guy. And again, I was like, oh my gosh, you look really familiar. Turns out he has an OnlyFans with thousands and thousands and thousands of subscribers. And I have have, have had him come up on my Twitter. And then again, yeah. my ego. I was like, I am getting lots of attention from a literal OnlyFans star who is so hot and who is hooking up with the hottest people ever. Would I know who that is? No, I do not think so. But I'll definitely show you the account. Yeah. Wait, I'll see if I can get it up. I'll now. see something you won't. Um, yeah. Sorry, everybody. Exclusive backstage content in the delusion den. I know. This is really rude. It's like when people are talking about something and they're like, oh, sorry, it's a secret. I can't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> they're whispering at the they're table. They're whispering at the table. That is us right now. That is us right now. Oh, my gosh. I can't find it. Um, oh, that's all I have. But he's got 49.7 thousand followers wow. on Twitter. Um just a photo of the account but i'll show you the twitter later there's some very impressive aspects of this man's um, <laughs> physicality let's say uh yeah 50 percent off right now if you want to subscribe um i spoke to both of them about starting an only fans and again i got delusional because i was like they were telling me how i'd be so successful on only fans mm. you're I, entrepreneurial mm, maybe you could figure out a way to do it Anyway, and so, make maximum profit. So ego was at an all-time high. And then I went and stayed with my friend who's studying at an Ivy League in New York and who so lives... So Gossip Girl. So, yeah, So Gossip Girl, who lives on the Upper West Side. Um, you know, pretty... You know, life is tough for everyone at times, but a pretty cool life to be living. And met lots of their friends and we went out and the first place we went to was really cool. And then we'd all RSVP'd to a secret link to go to this party that was basically 
not secret society, but pretty much like a secret society. Wow. Party in New York, in like Chinatown, you... in like this little underground place. And it had all these Ivy League internationals. How did you get that link? Because someone... my friend's an international. And uh, they have yeah. all the international friends. Uh-huh. And they knew the person uh-huh. who's running it. The person who's running it is quite famous, but I actually can't remember. They're like the son or something of some news anchor or something right. like that. Cool. Um, so it was just really exciting and really cool. And I met all these friends and my ego was already high and my ego just inflated, inflated, <laughs> inflated. And I was like, this is such <laughs> a slay. I'm in New York. I'm going to a secret party. I've had to RSVP by a secret link. We get there. The line was so long, but it wasn't that long. So I was like, we'll get in anyway. Then they're like, you're not getting in. And then we're like, oh, but we're on the list. And they're like, no, unless the owner, not the owner, unless the like person who's running the, the party organizing. comes and personally selects you, no one gets in. And we're like, but we've RSVP'd, like we're on the list. And it was just a whole kerfuffle. And then the police were driving past. And then I got a bit sus. I was like, is this not supposed to be happening? Is this like a secret, secret party? Um, and then they were all telling us we had to stand in certain places. Otherwise the police would shut it down and it was all a bit stressful. But this door bitch was wearing like (laughs) these sporty sunglasses. You know how those sporty sunglasses are really trendy at the moment? Mm. Like the kind of wraparound sunnies. Yeah. Wearing the wraparound sunnies. I can't remember what else, but I remember looking at the outfit and just getting the major ick. And I thought, you know, what an awesome job. You wield so much power. Yeah. Anyway, it was a big burst to my Delulu bubble <laughs> because Delulu bubble. My Delulu bubble popped because it's brilliant. My cherry got popped. <laughs> um, Delulu bubble got popped because then all these really famous people were rocking up and they were just getting in. And mm. again, I didn't really know them, but all my friends were looking them up on Instagram and showing me. And like some of them had millions of followers. And again, it's like. Not that you need that to be a good or successful person, but it was just kind of a bit of a fangirl moment to be mm. like, oh my gosh, like look at this super, super attractive person that has this really cool content and millions of followers. Mm. Like, But it was really that it's not about what you know, it's who you know. Oh, and yeah. New York is a city that thrives on it. And yeah. then we went to another club and we're like, oh, we'll get in there. And then <laughs> literally club. the same thing happened. And the door bitch was a guy and he was walking out into the line and he'd just like come and personally select you and bring you in based on what well i'm assuming just judging your looks and then some people showed them stuff on their phone maybe followers or something and they got in that's bizarre but it was just so different to australia can you imagine if they did that in hobart oh my gosh (laughs) well and that comes back to there were these people from sydney that we met who wanted to go to this random place anyway we met these people from sydney and they were claiming that the nightlife in hobart (laughs) was much better than the nightlife in sydney what and have they been out in hobart well have you been out in hobart recently i went out on saturday night actually and um there was a woman in there trying to get into vip get on stage and she was like screaming she was threatening to bash people she actually pulled her shirt up and um, revealed her chest to the whole entire club (laughs) and then she got kicked out she got brought out by the seckies and um, I watched out the window 
with some kind of entertainment as she was getting dragged away by the police, getting pushed into the Divi van. That's what Hobart nightlife is like. Mm. And that is not a delusion. That is true. That's genuine. That's a real story. I have people, I have witnesses there to back me up. And yeah, I feel like the last time I went out in Hobart, I had a guy come up behind me and start giving me a shoulder massage. Oh, and then, like, when I looked behind me, because it took me a minute to realise what was happening, and when I looked behind me, he kind of just, like, gave me this, like, big smile and walked away. And <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was taking the piss out of me and, like, trying to get a reaction because he was like, oh, there's the gay guy that I can... Pick on. Pick on and, yeah. like, get to think that I'm interested in him yeah, or whether it was genuine. And I'm like, it's kind of fucked that I have to think Did that. he look gay, do you think? I don't know. And then I had another guy come up and I thought he was about to punch me, but he wanted to fist bump. And then he just fist bumped me and then he did like sparkly spirit fingers and looked at me and then like winked and walked away. And again, I was like, why? I don't know. Like maybe my guard is just up because of bad experiences. But I was just like, very strange. Anyway, that's not really bad. Maybe they were just genuinely being friendly. I feel like people just, when when they've had a few drinks, they get, you know... Maybe they were delusional for thinking that they had a shot. A chance. (laughs) Exactly. They had a chance. Anyway, so my Delulu bubble got burst, but then it quickly came back because the dating apps were popping off and Mm. most people from the US were obsessed with the fact I was an Aussie. And I don't know, Imogen, when you were on exchange, were people obsessed with the fact you were Australian? Yes, it's a real thing. I think the accent, Mm. people find the accent really interesting and people also are very interested that you've come so far. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, it was a real conversation starter. You, you would say hello to someone in, in your, your accent and they'd be like, are you Australian? And, you know, it always started a conversation. I made a few friends that way, um, purely from having a, an accent. Mm-hmm. People asked me for voice recordings of my accent. Wow. Um, I never got that. And I never got that. But then that's how I learned about my Swedish accent kink. Wow. Okay. So I was talking to a Swedish guy and he sent me voice recordings and oh my God. I mean, he was gorgeous as well. Again, my ego was just inflating (laughs) and yeah, it was really, really hot. And I was like, I think Swedish accents are my favorite. Maybe you could learn Swedish. And then I was kind of, again, thinking about how it would work with him. Like, oh, like, I'll f- he travels so much. He's coming to Brisbane and Perth and Sydney, I think, soon. And he said, like, come and see me. Interesting. Should would I- you do it? Well. When is he coming? He gave me the date, so I'd have to check. But, like, should I go? I mean, for the plot. You can give a recap of your trip. I know. Go. Where would you meet him, Sydney, Perth or um, well, I have friends Brisbane. in Brisbane and Perth, so I could probably go and see my friends and yeah, kill two birds with one stone, yeah. tick some boxes if you know what <laughs> I mean. Uh, but the, so the same sort of delusional thing happened though. I went on a cruise. Long story, it was actually a Disney cruise. <laughs> oh, bye. Um, <laughs> it was incredible. Long story, um, but I went onto Grinder and there were some of the crew on Grinder. <laughs> And I messaged them and they were all like, you're really cute, but I can't. Fraternise. Yeah, I can't fraternise. Why are they on there then? But then I got the bloody limerence. Oh, with the crew. And I was completely obsessed with this idea. Is it like like you want what you can't have? Yeah, I was completely obsessed with this idea of hooking up with the crew. And I was just (laughs) completely... With the Disney crew. 
cosplay. Completely obsessed. Mm. Yeah, so I feel like that's just a little snippet of lots of things that happened. I don't know. Yeah. It's not very Sounds wild. I. It's more entertaining than – while you've been away, I've been – at an absolute loose end because I've had nothing to do <laughs> and I haven't been able to talk to Henry about anything not that I've really done much but what I do I went to see Saltburn that was wild um that's it really mm-hmm. and planning podcast things yeah getting life in order and sometimes it's nice to not life have admin. too much going on exactly one of our um there's a guy that I um went on a date with who has multiple partners anyway long story share that for another day but he um has had some botox and he was telling me about it and his botox looked really really good super natural but it was just he was glowing it was yeah it was great uh (laughs) look at me trying to justify why i need it um but one of our friends is on exchange yeah she's in the uk as well actually did you watch the tiktok i did i did and it made so much sense do you want to share it? i'll share it so um she said she's been doing a class and one of the topics they talked about in the lecture was um the idea i don't know what sort of class it was but the idea that um being more attractive uh gets you further or gets you more economic success yeah so which basically is messed pe- up people that fit western beauty ideals and score higher on attractiveness scales like quizzes end up making more money mm. and progressing through their career faster and to higher yes. places which is completely fucked messed and like up. the same thing with the whole new york followers and influencers like it sucks we live in this world but it is kind of a reality right now and obviously you can do things to try and fight it like if Mm. you've got the energy to do that and you want to be an advocate against it and like i know i definitely am passionate about like people of all shapes and sizes and looks and Mm. ethnicities Mm. and everyone having equal opportunity but she said you know these people generally are more successful Mm. which is stupid but it is what the studies show and she posed a good question to her lecturer this was what she shared in her tiktok and she said well, am I justified then in getting work done in my 30s? Am I justified in getting Botox? Am I justified in getting lip fillers? Et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. And her lecturer said, absolutely. Because yeah. in the long run, you'll be more economically successful. Like if you can if you can afford to have work done now, then why wouldn't you? For me personally, I will not. I'm on the fence. Mm. I have history of some body image problems, which I won't go into, but think it could be a slippery slope for me yeah. personally. But I love the girl math that yeah. getting it done, the money you spend now, you'll end up making a I profit I don't even think on. that's girl math because girl math is about del- being delusional about, you know, um, if I don't buy a coffee today, then I can buy it a cute outfit tomorrow because I'm technically saving money or I'm earning money back. <laughs> but I don't think it's even girl math if it's been proven by academics That's true, but to not, be successful. But you can't guarantee that the work you get done will make you more successful. It's only like a general average that that could help, mm. but you're not guaranteed to make that money back. So I think you're taking a level of risk. But then this lecturer would say the risk is worth taking. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I also heard about that. And then all of the New York stuff come I mean, I was traveling with my mom. I was really lucky that financially I didn't really have to worry at all. And 
on this amazing holiday and all these hot guys after me and going out and going to cool events. And it was just, Not my ego ready. was so inflated. And then I heard about this girl math and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get work done. So I've just come home and I've been like, I am going to slay. And as I say, I'm not here to fuck spiders. You know, (laughs) it's sort of, I am going to have beautiful men in my life. I'm going to uh, be hot, whatever that means to me. You know, it doesn't have to be the Western ideal, but I'm going to be hot. I'm going to be confident. So yeah, I feel like I've got a little bit of a boost. Wow. We've done a lot of talking. We've covered a lot. We've covered a lot. Is it true that New York always smells like weed? Oh my gosh. New York. Well, mainly in like the Midtown, which is like the city area. You know, I'm an expert now in geography. <laughs> yeah. Geography. Uh, New York does always smell like mm. weed. And I don't understand. I haven't looked it up properly, but I will. There's so many questions I have about how America works. But thinking about like decriminalizing weed, but then it also like being illegal to sell, but like you won't get charged if it's on your position. I don't know. It's really, I don't know what the rules are, but there's some sort of, loophole or something well at least in new york because like people were just smoking it everywhere and there were shops selling it but i wasn't oh, dispensaries but i wasn't sure like what forms of it like were they just selling like cbd gummies and oil or were they selling full-on joints like i just don't know i think they well i have a friend from canada i have a few friends from canada and it's legal there and he was telling me that you buy joint you can buy joints at the dispensary mm-hmm I don't know whether it's the same in the US. I don't know. I have to look it up. I don't well, know if, if it... you are listening and you know how yes. weed works in different American states, mm. let us know. Please. But I feel like with all that said, that we have kind of come to the end of yeah. episode one. That, as I said, we don't have a structure. We kind of just had dot points. But we've we've exhausted all the dot points for today. And we have so, we have so, so, so many, many more. more. And we have lots of ideas coming your way (laughs) uh and we really hope you enjoyed and we would love for you to subscribe to i feel like i have to say this to subscribe to rate the podcast review the podcast to help boost it yeah feel free to dm us Mm. share the podcast on your story we would just love your support and your suggestions your feedback and you know, if you have some more critical feedback, we're absolutely here to listen to it. Yeah. We'd much rather you contact us personally yes. than uh, berate us online <laughs> uh, so we can actually address it uh, together. And that's sort of it. We Episode two will be coming soon. soon. Yeah. We also um, later on might be doing kind of Q&A sessions as well. So we'll keep you in the loop about that. Yes, we start thinking about what you... In fact, even if you have a Q&A after this, feel free to send it to us. Mm. We're at Delulu Digest Podcast. So just find us on Instagram. It's the easiest place to find us. There's a link tree there to all of our other links, like to Mm. our Spotify and our TikTok, I think. I have to double check that. But everything should be good to go. So... Thank you for listening. Thank you. We'll see you all soon. We need a name for our fan, our many, many, many fans. <laughs> like I've heard other podcasts call fans like bitchettes. Bitchettes. Yeah, how cute is that? that is so cute. we need a name. I would call my daughter that. Bitchette. Bitchette. <laughs> Bitchette, come here. Uh, we need a name for everyone. Anyway, all right. Bye. bye. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.